STEM is a big need in the cat education world. Not a lot of STEM education happening right now. So we need to expand access. Take cats out there. Welcome to The Cat Lady, the show where people opine about felines. I'm Lana, the Cat Lady, and each episode I invite a person I think is awesome to react about cats. Cat lover, cat hater, or cat agnostic. I'm curious what makes them tick. You are one of the most curious people that I know, but we haven't really discussed this topic of cats. You You're know? right, and we can't really call our friendship complete until we have, so. That's why we're here. <laughs> so how do you really feel about cats, Kelly Glenn? Well, the only time I owned a cat was when I was like four for a couple years, maybe less than that. Uh, I remember... Uh, so my, my mom and stepdad got married during that time and the cat like rebelled. He like, didn't like, I don't know. I think my stepdad used the wrong kind of litter or something. And so anyway, we ended up giving away the cat. And I remember feeling guilty that I didn't feel worse about it. Like I'm, I'm a child whose pet is being taken away. I'm supposed to be really sad, but I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> that was my first cat experience. This is a very self-aware four-year-old experience. Yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a big identity moment. Like, I got I to gotta find myself right now. Am I a, a cat person or not? And I don't know. I think I kind of was like, maybe I'm not, you know? It was a defining moment, really, for a four-year-old. But that's how I would have been, like, seven when my parents got married four. But then when we gave them away, I would have been seven. Oh, my. Okay, this is a turn. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Now that I'm realizing, like, when this happened, yeah, I, that's when I, that hold I would have been. I don't know if that changes anything. I'm fascinated that you assigned your seven-year-old emotional intelligence to your four-year-old self. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, I turned 30 last year, and I look back on my life, and everything under a certain age is just like, yeah, I was about four, you know? It's <laughs> 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 kind of all blur. I like to think I've been very in touch with my emotions my whole life, regardless of whether or not I owned a cat. If everything was about four, then did you have any other about four experiences? You lost this cat. You were happy to lose this cat. Where was the next cat? I mean, I didn't I didn't live with another cat until grad school a couple of years ago. I'm trying to think if there's anything in between like four and 26. Probably not a lot. So it's all a blur, a catless blur of my teens and, and 20s. I lived with five other girls. A small group of us lived together, and one of my roommates got a cat. She'd been wanting a cat forever. We were all supportive. And um, uh, her name was Winnie. I am not going to be so overcome by an animal's cuteness that I don't discipline it, right? Like, like that doesn't win you points in my bed. You don't get to get away with things because you're cute. <laughs> sort of, but I was the only one in the house who thought that. So uh, we sort of would joke sometimes about having traditional family roles in my house. And I was kind of the dad because I was the disciplinarian. It was always on the table. You know, it's like, don't be on my table. I eat there. And, you know, everybody else is like, oh, but like, she's cute. You know, so, but she did grow. I mean, she was, she was fun. I appreciated her when she wasn't on the table. You tried. I did. I, li <laughs> I lived in a uh, neighborhood a couple miles north of where I am now in South Seattle. And, um, I didn't know at the time, but there is this cat 
in South Seattle who is nicknamed the mayor of Columbia City. That's the, the name of the neighborhood. This cat is an outlaw. His name is Felix. And I, I just thought he was a normal stray at first. Um, so I would occasionally see him. I live in this like fourplex house and I would occasionally see him walking around the hood and I thought, you know, he's a stray or something. And one night I was coming home and the cat was sitting outside and the house, the, it was like there was an entry to the main house, but then it was subdivided into four apartments. So you had to go through two doors to get in. And this cat is sitting outside the door. And I'm like, okay, like, shoo, you know, get away. I'm trying to get in my house. And it is not budging. And it is making clear, like, I am working my way to your house tonight. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, I try opening. It's like not moving and tries to nuzzle its way in. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go around the back because the back is just one door. I run around to the back. Cat's there, beats me there, sits <laughs> there, the entrance, and I'm like, oh, come on. And uh, I go back to the front, or meets me up to the front, and <laughs> I could not get this thing to go away. So I tried, you know, I'm just going to inch it open, I'm going to run in real quick. Of course, the cat runs in. So it's, you know, running around the house, this random, like, hallway part of the house that's not anyone's apartment. And uh, I had to, like, run upstairs, like, chase it down. Uh, it took a while, and without letting me go. So meanwhile, you know, I'm part of these, like, neighborhood Facebook groups or whatever. This owner is all over them all the time being like, oh, my little Felix ran away. Uh, has anyone seen him? You know, he was last seen around here. And everyone's commenting like, yeah, that cat like ate my garden or like broke into my house. And I'm just like, lady, come on. Like, you can't be the victim. Keep control of your cat. Like, how hard is it? It's a cat. Get a fence, you know? But then I started seeing like t-shirts around. There's t-shirts you can buy at this bar in Columbia City that say like Felix, the mayor of Columbia City. And then he was in like a neighborhood paper. So he's like a famous cat. Because <laughs> you kind of have to tolerate the cat because that's what it, he's there, you know. Felix has not, to my knowledge, learned to ride the light rail yet or the bus. So I think his radius is fairly small. Mm -hmm. He's the mayor of Columbia City, not all of Seattle. <laughs> Are there t-shirts printed for every animal cited in Seattle? Hmm. Well, Seattle is a completely crazed dog city, more than any city I've ever encountered. I, apparently at Amazon, you could, like everyone takes their dog to work. So there's like, I think in some of those neighborhoods, like where they're located, there's more dogs than children, maybe even in the whole city. People, there's a dog that um, rides the bus by itself and it's become kind of a celebrity. That dog is kind of famous. It puts a little transit pass on its collar and it rides to the dog park while its owner is doing something. Um, so wow. people, people are okay with this. And yeah, I mean, people bring their dogs into, you know, restaurants and grocery stores, like all just kinds of things. Um, so it's a, I think it's a little bit overblown. I, it was just so everything I I completely support it. That's fine. But there's just no way that they're all service animals. I don't really like dogs like licking my feet, for example, on the train. Um, but I, they make a lot of people happy. So I, I, it's kind of, as you can maybe tell, my, my vibe about dogs is maybe similar to that of cats, except that dogs are way more kind of in your face in Seattle. Like, you can avoid cats, right? Cats stay home and um, they don't really bother anybody. But dogs are just kind of everywhere. You know, and I, and I don't dislike dogs. I, I enjoy individual dogs, but sometimes it's it's just a little bit. People, I think, prioritize dogs more than they, if they care about dogs more, they care about homeless people, for sure. I don't know, just, you know, I think a good number of people think dogs are easier to deal with than human relationships. So I think it's a little bit overblown sometimes, like 
people are very into the rights of dog owners, but not really the rights of people who are afraid of dogs or are allergic or just don't really care that much. <laughs> Getting licked is really probably not the worst thing that I've experienced on public transit, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's all relative. But that could be another podcast. I did have one one tip to share with the cat lovers in the audience. Oh, lest anyone think I'm you know completely anti-cat. I uh, this is not an endorsement, but when I when I was living with Winnie the cat in grad school, I, my coworker told me about this thing his friend had started. I think called Cat University, <laughs> and it's this website where you could go and print a diploma for your cat, which of course people do. And so I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna extend an olive branch to Winnie and I get her this this uh, diploma because my roommate was in grad school and going after a degree, so I thought she'd appreciate it. So I got Winnie a master's in cuddle administration <laughs> diploma, professionally printed on nice paper, and it also came with a bumper sticker that said, my cat is smarter than your honor student. <laughs> so I think she appreciated that. <laughs> That that's an impressive olive branch. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> that's wonderful. If you were at a cat conference, how would you introduce yourself? Hmm. Like a cat professor, I would teach classes. Do we really need to harness cat potential better? That's great work that you're doing. That's that's really inspiring. Oh, it would be if I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Okay, what's your best cat sound? Ah. That's all I got. 